You're listening to Fortnite Podcast with your host, Too Loud TX and Monster Defense. What up, what up, what up, and welcome to another episode of the Fortnite Podcast brought to you by DeSerto.com. And I am happy, happy to be here today, guys. Obviously, you can see if you're watching the video, Monster's not here yet, but we have somebody amazing standing in, standing in by. Uh, but guys, obviously, it, this video will be up on Monster's YouTube channel. So if you guys want to go watch it, it'll still be there. He's still going to be putting it up. Uh, obviously, shout out to the Discord community, all the reviews, guys. I'm going to get those reviews out probably next week. Uh, and give the thanks to everybody that's given us review on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, Dash Radio, wherever you've been. We're going to go ahead and shout you guys out for that. So make sure you get your, uh, your reviews in. And shout out to Monster for an incredible job at the Summer Skirmish, buddy. You did an incredible job. Everybody loved it. Everybody, I think, on the internet, Reddit was going crazy. Uh, so you did a fantastic job. And thank you so much for going and uh, you know representing the podcast, representing yourself, and doing an amazing job for the community. So. Without further ado, let's jump into our guest here. The man himself, Mr. CLG Crispy. What's up, buddy? How's it going? Man, I'm super excited to have you here. Obviously, <laughs> filling in as the guest and as the co-host. So I'm super excited to do that. Uh, and as we jump in here, I want to get over to, uh, you know, so everybody kind of knows you real quick. We're going we're gonna to shoot over to a little video that you did. And, uh, you know, everybody that's, that's listening, you'll hear the audio, uh, but let's go ahead and, and check out this video about you kind of introducing yourself once you join CLG. What's up, guys? My name is Chris Philavon, also known as Crispy, and I was born and raised in San Diego, California. I started to fall in love with Fortnite ever since my friends got me back into the game. They're like, hey, just try it out. We started winning finally. Started to fall in love with the building mechanics. My play style generally in Fortnite is to play passive aggressive. I like to calculate and take my fights. If I see a fight, I will definitely win. In the competitive Fortnite space, I want to be the person who inspires people. But what will make it even better is that if the people I inspire inspire other people. I picked CLG because I've been following the League of Legends scene for CLG for a long time and that inspired me to become a competitive player. What I want to say to y'all is that I want to prove my worth and just say, what's up world? Amazing little intro video there for you and who you kind of are. But a couple questions I want to jump into off of that, right? Is mm -hmm. first off. What is this get back into the game line you dropped here? You said you, when you got back into it, you, you really, it really started to click with you. Tell me a little bit about that. Yeah, so the reason why I say that is because when I started playing Fortnite was actually when I started like getting back into uh, Twitch and just like streaming in general. So I was MIA from Twitch for around two years. I was focusing on real life stuff, focusing on, on my college and my studies. And um, I was in a relationship at the time. And after that, when it unfortunately ended, my, I was talking with my best friend and he was like, hey, hey, Crispy, what is one thing that you miss um, that you want to start up again? And my gut instinct told me Twitch. So I went back to streaming. Uh, Fortnite just came out, tried it. I did not like the game. Went back to <laughs> PUBG, more, you know, realism. I'm just like, this, is, this game is more real. It's, it's great. And so I went back to PUBG, played right. that for a little bit. My friends kept migrating 
to Fortnite more and more. I'm just like, I guess I gotta go on this Fortnite train. No <laughs> crispy. This game is actually really fun. You gotta try it more. Just like, all right, I'll try again. I tried and we won some games and just winning those games, just practicing the building mechanics, just really drive my motivation to just try this game more. Right. And here I am today. So Dude, that's amazing. Been- that's amazing. I think it's cool that you obviously, you know, I think you, you touched on something is like going through life, sometimes coming back to gaming, like this is like a real social, right? This is like our lives a little bit. And, yes, it, yeah. and, and, and it's really cool how like maybe you went through something in your life and then, you know, you're like, you know what? I'm going to go back and focus on gaming a little bit. I'm yeah, gonna, definitely. I'm yeah, gonna it definitely helped me a lot. So the other thing that you talked about was inspiring people. And I think right now we see a lot of successful people that are coming up and they're like keeping the positive vibes, right? Like we, Twitch oh, yeah. has kind of made this, this transformation over the past couple of years where it's been like, you know, these guys that are streaming and like you used to watch really angry people, right? Or people get really <laughs> salty or especially yeah. you and me both uh, watching a lot of League of Legends. You mentioned, you know, you've, you've been watching that scene for a long time. I, mm. I as well, I played that game like dead for, you know, three <laughs> years straight from season one. Yeah. I, I watched TSM become TSM, right? And what they were, I've, wa- I've watched all these teams arrive up. But the positive vibes, right? This is like a thing that I think has been real. I, I listen to like a lot of motivational speakers too. And like, what you put out, you get back a little bit, right? And so uh, talk a little bit about like inspiring people and, and how that, you know, is a, is a pillar for you in your career. Yeah, so as a player, like you said too, like we started on League of Legends. I play that game a lot. I try to go competitive in that. Unfortunately, it didn't work out in the end. Um, and I went to Fortnite. And the whole positivity aspect that I want to bring is that, um, you know, like there's some games that, you know, we play really well we pop off and like we have a good time right and then there's always those other games where we like maybe had a miscalculation and we just die a lot and it's just a really really tilting day you know (laughs) especially if it's like a tournament no pun intended right tilted no pun intended exactly exactly (laughs) so like for like the summer skirmish and stuff for example like you know there's some people who played really well that day it's it's amazing watching it yeah some people didn't play so hot and you know sometimes that really gets down to people and i want to try and be that person especially for my teammates too i want to try and be that person that, that just like spreads positivity via like streaming with my teammates or just like the embody the embodiment of positivity in general right. like i want to be that person be like hey you know we all have our good games we all have our bad games just keep on trying keep grinding if you're a competitive player just keep going for it you know like you'll get your shine like one day you know everybody has their moments and i just want to be that guy just right. be always be positive always try to be happy because in my like in all honesty, you know, I tilt too, I get mad, you know, in my games. I'm really hard on myself as a player. So when I make a mistake, I take it really hard. And just talking to like my coaches and just like having like some counseling and stuff, it just really helps me as a player just to realize like, hey, you don't have to like beat yourself up for this. You know, right. like if something happens and you make a mistake, just try and improve on it, take some notes and go back to it and just see what you did wrong and just fix it. There's no reason to have like negativity, no reason to have like irrational decisions on like what happened that match. Right. And just don't let it affect you for the next matches. No, because absolutely. If this, yeah, because if this was like a tournament setting, you want to try and bring your A game like for all the matches. If you tell for one match, it's just going to be a domino effect and you're just going to keep falling down. And I want to try and be that person to inspire people like, hey, this guy, even though maybe I had a one bad match and, and it's like the first match of the day, 
like I like oh Crispy's like bouncing back. Like he's he doesn't even look like he's phased by it. You know, right. like, he treats the next game as just a completely new game, and just he's just super positive. And I want to be that figure. Well, I think people really want to attach themselves to positive people, right? Like if typically mm-hmm. feels better to go into a stream that's like. Oh, hey, look, I can come here if I'm having a rough day and get a pickup, right? And like yeah. see somebody else going through something else hard and they're also doing great, you know? And so I, I think a lot of times, and I want to talk about this a little bit later on, but how people and people on the outside see you join a team or see all these players join teams and they think, oh, everything's hunky dory now, right? Like everything's yeah. great. <laughs> uh, and, and, that's, and like you said, like that's not always the case, especially as a player, you get competitive. Like, you got to control your emotions. You got to control the outlook and, and be inspiring. Like you're talking about by, you know, having a different outlook and trying to be positive. Um, you know, one thing that I think was probably pretty fun for you, pretty positive and hard work pays off, right? Like monster always says that same positive hard work pays off and it is paid off for you so far on your birthday, August 8th, you actually announced (laughs) that you joined CLG and with, with obviously KB five marksman and wish you luck. But well, I think what was so cool about this was that, like, not only was it your birthday, but it was also probably the most sick announcement, like, to, to date, right, for this. So, yeah. talk, talk a little bit about that. If you guys haven't seen this announcement, go watch it, because you will totally not understand. But this thing was the cinematography, the writing of it, uh, even going and watching the outtakes was hilarious that you guys dropped. But, like, <laughs> this thing was incredible. Looked like a movie trailer. Talk to us a little about that experience. Yeah, so for the announcement video, uh, we paired up with Rocket Jump and we were filming it with Freddy. And he, I, I was a big fan of Freddy ever since high school. Watch all his sick YouTube videos. So for me, I was super hyped. I was like, yo, I'm, 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 I'm like fanboying out a little right bit. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. So I'm just like fanboying at the event kind of. I'm just like, what are we doing, Freddy? What's up? <laughs> so like we were, we went, we filmed that actually at a uh, private location in Santa Clarita. And it was like in the desert area and it took around five hours to film and Jeez. it was a long time. It was really hot, but it was amazing. I had a great experience. Um, definitely really good memories from that. Um, and at the same time though, when we were editing the announcement video, we were getting rough outtakes and stuff about it. Um, we didn't know when it's going to be announced because it was, CLG was also hyping it. It was a huge thing and we right. thought it was going to take a long time. And all of us, we joined CLG like, probably a month and a half before so we were like oh you had to be quiet the whole time exactly so we were just like all our friends are just like what org is it what org is it what are you in (laughs) i'm just like i can't say nothing for like a month and a half i don't i can't do it you know it's it it was so hard and um finally they released the announcement date and it was august 8th and i was like huh that's my birthday yeah okay cool that's a cool birthday gift yeah for sure yeah so when that happened the announcement came and it was super hyped i loved how it turned out it was it was definitely a memorable experience yeah that was so cool i mean you guys had can you tell us was it like a military base is that what it was yeah essentially it was like a it was um I say an abandoned military base. Okay. So it had like, t- like, you know, tanks and all that. Cool yeah. It stuff. was so cool, man. So yeah. cool. It, it, that was, that was really awesome. It was great. If you guys haven't seen it, make sure you go check out that CLG promo uh, for the Fortnite team guys. It was incredible. Uh, I, I probably watched it literally the day it came out like two or three times. I was like, I cannot I watch be- it hundred times. Bro, <laughs> I so cannot cool. believe this is like a Fortnite team video. I, I, I just, I was in awe. Like it, the production is incredible. So, Props to you guys for doing that. Props to CLG for putting that together. That was absolutely unbelievable. <laughs> Shortly after that, 
a lot of you guys made an announcement that you were moving to LA. For mm-hmm. you, not too far, same state. You grew up in Santa yeah. Monica, right? <laughs> uh, uh, San Diego. San, San Diego. Diego. Yeah. So <laughs> you're moving from San Diego to LA, not too, not too, what, a couple hours, right? Yeah, not bad. Not, not bad, bad, not bad for you. Yeah. But everybody else moving, some of these guys moving across the country, who all is there at the house, first off? And mm-hmm. who, or, or who else lives in LA that moved on the team? Okay, so currently in the Fortnite house is me and KP5. Okay. It's just us. And for Wishy Luck, he lives around Irvine area with his uh, family. Right. And for Marksman, he is still residing in Iowa. Okay. Because he recently had a house there. He can't just move out. So, yeah. Special case for him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, for sure. How, how often do you guys get together? Obviously, with KP5 there, you guys playing all the time, seeing each other all the time. What about see, luck? I see his face every day. <laughs> uh, so for for CLG, um, they definitely want Marksman to be out here probably a couple times a month. So they they will fly him over and we'll do a bunch of content stuff and meetings. And for Wish You Luck, since he lives in Irvine, we do have an office facility that we go to every day. We treat it as like a real life job. Okay. So it's like we just go to office, we go work, and we come back home and chill. So essentially, he, we see him every day as well. Because we go every every weekday, we meet up probably at the facility, 9 or 10 a.m. We do a bunch of meetings, content, practice, and we treat it as like a real office job. So that, after- that's, actually, that's actually really interesting, right, compared to what we've heard from a lot of other streamers and stuff like that. So tell us a little bit about, maybe if you can, tell us a little bit about like your day. Like You're normal, like me. I, I have a full-time job. Yeah. I don't do this. I wish I did this full-time, but I don't do this full-time yet. But- I get up, I, I drive to the office, I drive, I'm, like, I'm kind of like, look, I drive like an hour to my office, and you know, I got to do my work day, and then I come home, and then, I, you know, and then I get into streaming. For you guys, obviously, it is centered around you being on the team and, and you playing Fortnite. Are you going there and streaming as well? Or like, what, what does your day in the office kind of look like? Yeah, um, definitely. Um, so for sure, we wake up around 8 o'clock, and we get to the facility around 9 or 10. Are you um, having to? Can, are you having to wake up KP every day? Like shake him, get up. We gotta go to the office. Surprisingly, he's he's an early riser. So okay. He wakes up like seven or eight, and he gets up way before me. All right. I love I love my sleep. But, <laughs> so we go to the facility around nine or ten, and um, we have breakfast at the cafeteria. We have a chef that cooks breakfast, lunch, and dinner, so we have that situated for us. Um, after breakfast, we usually have a couple meetings or content creation ideas with the CLG staff there. And after that, we do some warm-up games just to warm up our fingers and get some more muscle memory coming in. And we have the option to stream those warm-up games as well as scrims at the facility. And we also have the option to stream at home because we have a home PC setup. Right. Um, so after that, after warm-ups, probably for around like an hour or so, we will go on to uh, doing some pro scrims and after that, we'll go on to do some more meetings if needed. We'll have, like CLG will ping us and they'll tell us like if they need us for something. Um, we're very like flexible about it because right. like, at the same time, if we're streaming, then you know, we know that we can't really have meetings with them. And after the scrims, we go over replays for a good hour. We put it up on the big TV and we just look at it and see what we did wrong. Literally and, break uh, it down like a, like a football team, right? Like exactly. you guys break this down and look at your plays, look at your moves. Exactly. And um, some of us, we have like notepads where we type, like we write down our notes if 
we die and there's something that we want to fix, we write it down, jot it for later on because we just go right next to the program match because like sniping, it just goes back and forth. Like just, it just keeps on continuing. Right. So after the VOD re- uh, replay review, we have a, any last minute meetings or just anything else we have to do during the day and including obviously taking a break at intervals and stretching and doing all that and also having lunch and dinner. And after that, we're we're free to do whatever we want. We can go home and stream again. Is that usually <laughs> like, like an nice eight-hour day at the office, or is it six hours? What is it yeah, usually? usually? So the hours is usually we're there like nine or ten, and we probably leave like eight or eight or nine. Jeez, so you you are spending all day in an office working, like going through mm-hmm. it. I, and I think it's really interesting. You talk about you know obviously the breaking down and looking at your gameplay. This is something people that are wanting to get into the pro scene and want to play that. A lot of people that listen to this show. They want to know how to get better, right? They love yeah. trip tips and tricks or section that we do on that. But this is something they can do by breaking down. How has that affected your gameplay? How, like, do you, you know, is it just like you check in the box, you know, okay, yeah, I did that wrong. Okay. Or is like this <laughs> true stuff you're taking to heart and like you guys are tell, talking to each other about like how, how, how is that uh, like evaluating process go? Yeah. So we, we definitely take it very seriously. Um, we know that we all have our like, flaws and our our strong points and in these matches when we lose we we jot it down we go back to the replays and we talk about it not just as us like as individual players we don't just be like oh yeah i can see why i did that but we look at it as a team so like the whole team would watch like how i die and the whole team will watch how marksman dies next you know and then we all kind of collaboratively like just talk about it be like hey you know maybe you should have done this and then marksman would be like hey maybe you should have done this right and i no, i give my like we give our own opinions of one another because since we're all teammates we all want to work together we, and you know we all have our flaws but at the same time we want to help each other right so if we have an idea or an opinion that helps strengthen our flaws then we'll definitely call it out and um and yeah so we just mainly do that um are they usually are they usually duo duo scrims that you're playing are you playing solo scrims as well um solo slash duos we definitely want to get into squads later on um we're just trying to settle into the place and and the facility because we set up our our pcs at the facility still like our streaming pcs and once we have all that handled down we'll definitely go into more scrims and definitely more vod reviews and stuff so that's awesome that's all. what are what are some of the other teams you're scrimming every day? Hundred T, those guys. What, what? Who? Yeah, yeah. So definitely in the pro scrims, there's like a hundred hundred thieves. There's like Cloud Nine, this Phase TSM if they play scrims, and like um, just a whole bunch of like uh, like Luminosity, uh, Gangstars, like all the people that you see in the skirmishes, they're all playing scrims every day. Well, that, so. that brings me to a question that I don't actually have here on the sheet I shared with you in my questions. Uh, and that is, I saw a video from Wishy Luck he put out yesterday, and he talked a little bit about how, like, he has been paying a lot of attention to what other people are doing better than him instead of paying attention to what he's doing to get better, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And, and obviously, this goes into, you know, you guys talking about your scrims and what you're doing <laughs> there. But in addition to that, how do, how do you set your mind when you're going up against some of these players that are said to be some of the top play, players, right? Like FaZe. You know, you got Cloaksy over there sniping people left and right. You know, if you watch this weekend, you know, Monster yeah, was talking about, it, yeah. you know, if, he, if he's one of the top three snipers. In the, but when you go against these people, what's your mindset? Because I know for luck, like he always talks about, like, I got to think to myself, I got to tell myself I am the best. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and have that mindset. Yeah. And it's not like a like a cocky, arrogant thing. It's more of a, like 
I gotta, I gotta speak this. I gotta have this mindset to put me in this place of like, I can take on anybody. Like, what are, what are some of those obstacles that you face when you go into these scrims every day knowing I'm going to face Cloaksy, I'm going to face Tifu, I'm going to face, you know, all, all these other people? Um, I think it's a whole mentality aspect to it. Um, just like trying not to be succumb to the point that like, oh, these are super awesome pro players, right. but I'm a pro too, so I should be able to do the same thing. <laughs> yeah. But you know, sometimes you don't do the same thing. Sometimes you die to them. Sometimes you get destroyed or it can be vice versa. Sometimes you like kill them too in a match and you're just going nuts. You're like, I killed Lucy. <laughs> yeah. you know, kind of and um, yeah, so it's definitely a mentality thing. Like for me as a player, I don't like to compare myself to other people. Like you won't ever like see me say like, oh, I can beat Ninja easy. You know, like I don't say that because I don't like to compare myself because I feel like it's a waste of time. You know, of course you could compare, you know, to other players in terms of like, oh, he's like, he's like a better builder than me. I gotta, I gotta watch his streams and see what he does. But I would never compare in a, in a, like a negative aspect, just saying like, oh, I can destroy these kids, you know? Right. And I always try uh, for me, just improve like my flaws and like what I need to work on. And I, I'll just like have just a bunch of notes saying like, hey, Crispy, you need to work on these stuff and just work on these and just focus on this. Like don't compare yourself, just focus on these, improve on these aspects and overall it should improve your overall gameplay. And I just go into that. And when I go into these matches, I try and memorize like what I need to work on. And when I get into these build fights with these pro players, I try to work on that. And most of the time, you know, since you're working on it, you still like get destroyed sometimes, right? right? You still like lose a match. But if you can see that you are getting better at doing that, you're making improvement. You don't have to always think about improvement as like, oh, I killed Cloaksy. You know, I'm, I'm improving. You know, it doesn't really work right. like that because you can, like, you can, for Fortnite, you know, it's RNG based and all that. You can kill anybody with anything, you know? Yep. Like, it doesn't really involve just like, oh, you shot the player, you killed him, you're improving, you're getting a better player. Just having all these flaws that you need to work on and just having that point where you improve on those flaws and you can win the matches, it just gives you, like, well, it gives me so much motivation and confidence. Like, hey, you know, I'm improving. I can see it in my gameplay. I can see it in my replays. Yeah, it's just it. just grind and just work on this. It'd be amazing. I think, yeah. I think, I think that is a key, right? Grind and evaluate yeah. your work. I mean, this is really cool because I feel like uh, a lot of times in games, and Fortnite has been different for me. Maybe it's because also I'm growing up a little bit. But I remember when I used to play Call of Duty. You know, I got mad. Oh, that's BS. Oh, that wasn't my fault. That was their fault. Whatever. Uh, but with Fortnite, you can really evaluate like, what should I have done? You know, oh, I may, mm -hmm. I should, I should have put a wall up there and then back, you know, then built up, got the higher, whatever it was, right? No, don't lose high ground. Don't jump down. Like, there's so many things that you can look at your game. And I think it's really interesting that even at the pro level play that you and all these other teams are jumping in and really like, how can I continue to get better? It's not, Hey, I already made it. I made it to the top of being a pro yeah. player. Now, 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 here we go. <laughs> Sit back and enjoy Right. I, yeah. that, it's, it's, um, I think it's really positive and, and obviously something that's really interesting uh, to see that you guys go through. You know, talking a little bit about being a Fortnite player, and I mentioned this before, like some of the hard things you guys go through, even being a player uh, on CLG, you know, there are sometimes insecurities. Like you said, like, OK, I'm, I'm not the best at this. Right. I might not be the best at, mm. you know, f building here or whatever. Uh, and maybe it even goes into some like personal stuff and maybe even professionally stuff. Uh, that that you that you encounter. Um, and this past week, you actually tweeted out something uh, that I guess some people took to a negative effect, right? That maybe uh, there was some complaining or whatever. But you said, 
Uh, it's rare to have opportunities for a chance to get exposure and even a chance at getting some money. Don't guilt your friends into having you be their plus one when this can be an opportunity for them to network, connect, and make new friends along the way. Continued on saying, you may see that Twitch rivals as a clout tournament, but just, just that event like these help bring people together. Chances to connect, blossom, and friendships with people who you might think uh, be too famous for you. Obviously, you know, you, you said uh, we're all human and the same uh, commonalities and goals, right? So obviously, some people took this as, hey, you didn't play with KP5 this week. Wish you luck did, you know, and, you know, it, you know was this message intended for that? Uh, talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so definitely. For, so for that um, Twitter post, um, I would, I'll would definitely clarify again is that uh, for the summer skirmish, you know, like obviously some people get invited and a lot of people see some of the weeks for the skirmish as like, you know, if you have a lot of clout and you'll get in. And, you know, there's a lot of debate going on with like competitive players and stuff because like most of these competitive players, they're really good. They're really nutty at the game but they don't have like any clout per se. Right. So they don't get invited to these tournaments because they don't have like the recognition, like they're not well known. Absolutely. And you know, it's like really unfortunate. And you know, like you hear a lot of complaints about like, like, Hey, I could like destroy these guys in a tournament, but they don't pick me because I can't bring anything to the table in terms of like clout or like just anything. Like, presence. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So like, they feel like it's just a cloud tournament. And I was for my end of the post was that like, yeah, I didn't get invited to the skirmish. Like wishy luck did and KP five did. Um, you know, I had like my chances to join and, um, essentially I would say that I kind of gave my spot away because like one of my, one of my best friends, like she had the invite. She was one of the captains because pro players can't be captains and captains can choose their plus one. And obviously she was going to, choose me you know but like i was just like hey you know like she's been streaming for five years full-time streamer and i want her to get the most exposure possible because like these events don't really happen on a daily basis you don't just yeah go into a, a two hundred fifty thousand dollar tournament yeah just hey what's up here's an invite get your plus <laughs> one you know it doesn't really happen so i'm just like yo listen this doesn't really happen this doesn't happen day-to-day basis try and get as much exposure as possible try and get the people who are you know, not not just try to get a bunch of famous people and play with them, but like try to get people like try to blossom some friendships and yeah. and shit, you know. And obviously, I said in the video that I posted right after, I was like, hey, you know, I was disappointed that I couldn't be in the skirmish, but just seeing my friends play and just seeing like my best friend like pick and play with someone that's like super well known that she like looks up to is amazing. Because she played with Nick A30 and she looks up to him and he's like a really nice dude, really nutty player too. Yeah, yeah nutty. And for sure. Yeah, so like she played with them and she was super happy. She got a lot, a lot of exposure from that, and I was really happy for her. Yeah, same for Wishy Luck KP Five. So I was like happy for my boys as well, you know. And as a, as a teammate, you know, coming into like these orgs that has like more than four players for Fortnite, you know, you don't expect all of them to get in tournaments, right? You don't expect like, oh, the whole CLG roster is in a tournament, the whole Cloud9 roster is in a tournament because too many Cloud9 players. But, you know, it's like, <laughs> it's like, <laughs> like, you don't expect everyone in the org, every pro player to be in tournaments. You know, some right. pro players aren't in tournaments. Like I wasn't in the skirmish this week. It doesn't mean that like, hey, I guess I'm not good enough to be in these tournaments, you know? 
But at the same time, you got to think positive. It goes back to being positive. Like, hey, there's more opportunities in the future, more tournaments. There's still a prize pool of like 90 million, bro. That's a lot of money. Yeah, you bro. Know? And these tournaments, like 250,000, that's still a lot of money. And Epic has so much more to give. Yeah. I'm just like, hey, guys, listen. Opportunities like these are ready to happen. Have these people get exposure and connect and have networks and just like have friendships and just look for the next tournament in the future. Yeah. And here you are. There's PAX West. So we're all going to PAX West. And yeah, that'll yeah. be the next thing. And we'll see how that goes, you know? Well, I, I think this also, t- like last week we talked to, um, uh, we talked to Sir Demetrius and he actually mm-hmm. was going to take an invite. Uh, I, I dropped bodies, tried to give him his invite because he was going to go to a wedding the weekend he won. And, oh, okay. and uh, uh, Sir Demetrius like, no, dude, look, this is like a once in a lifetime opportunity. You need to take this and go. Don't try to give it to me. Like, take this opportunity to go. And it changed his life, you know? And, and like, all of a sudden, mm-hmm. you know, he won, he goes and he plays and he won a tournament. And then, you know, next thing you know, he's talking to all these teams and everything else, right? And so, you yeah. know, I, I, what I think is really different, and you can, you, you, I think you will agree with me, is looking at some of the other pro scenes that are out there in different games, not to say any, anyone specific, but this community is really different in that aspect of everybody helping each other, mm-hmm. right? And I, I think it's really cool that you're like, hey, look, yeah, I can play with you. That's fine. I'd love to, but why don't you go get somebody that may bring you some other exposure and I'll play with you another time. Right. And mm-hmm. helping each other grow has been such a big thing from the top down from, you know, you look, even look at Ninja and how he's helped Lupo grow, you know, in, in his time and Tim, the tap man's grown in the Fortnite scene because of the, all their friendships and everybody that's kind of gotten together and, and done this. I think it's, it's really crazy. I think it also speaks to the integrity of people like you that take the moment and go like, it's not about me. It's about you. You got the invite, you know, like, go do it. Like, go, go keep hammering it. You, you deserve some recognition. Maybe I can't bring you right now. Right. And so I think that's really cool, man. You know, uh, shout out to you for doing that. I think that's a really cool story. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> um, obviously, uh, you know, summer skirmish came around and we have a, a lot of, you know, different people and content, content people going. This is like you said, this is only week seven that we just finished We're about to finish week eight, which is the, we'll finalize the summer skirmish tournament. Uh, but there's going to be 90 grand, like 90 million left, right? Like this, this is a crazy yeah. amount of money. And tell me if I'm wrong. That was through the end of 2019, right? So like, Correct. does that mean yeah. from now until the end of 2019, we're going to somehow drop, like they've done 10 million guys, in case you didn't know that. And the summer skirmish, mm-hmm. it was eight weeks. So like the prize pools probably got to be beefed up pretty soon, right? Yeah, because they did say end of the year. So I'm like, if it's end of the year, this is just until January. That's the <laughs> end of the year, right? Yeah. That is not far away from now. That's I don't a lot know how of money, bro. 90 million in like that course of just like a three or four months. It's just going to be crazy. Like, I know they're, they're going to have like the Fortnite World Cup. So I guess they're going to put like a lot in that. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. I yeah. Don't know, like, I don't know what else they're going to do. Because, you know, right now, like Epic kind of controls the tournaments because they have custom matchmaking they haven't released it to the public so epic games is you know obviously in control of like everything right now you know and you know that's like good for them in like a marketing standpoint like they can control the tournaments they can get like the sponsorships they need and those sponsorships can pay out the tournament as well so like they have a lot of like leeway and a lot of opportunities to give to us yeah and by not releasing like releasing custom matches to the public per se 
Yeah. So there's so much money. I don't know oh. what they're going to do. Well, and we don't know. Like, if they end up do releasing custom matches, and they, they can tell people how much, you know, obviously they want the max of the tournaments to be like we saw on Friday night, Fortnite, right? With, uh, yeah, uh, that we had going on for a little bit. But, dude, I just did the math. If between now and the end of 2019, that's $5.6 million a month they would have to give out. All right. That's, a, that's a lot of money. <laughs> that's a lot of money. So, yeah. uh, that, that, that would be pretty, pretty crazy to see. How how do you how do you like the summer skirmish overall? The changing every weekend, the different aspects that we've had, um, even the past two weeks going to the rivals, and then next week we obviously have a, a different setup that's going to be happening. How how have you yeah. enjoyed it as a viewer and as a player? Yeah, so summer skirmish, I do like that they try to switch up the format just to see like how the format will play out. And you know, there's like really good formats, it's like really bad formats. I feel like my favorite format was kind of essentially the format that kind of like relates to golf, where you like, you know, you score points for victory, you score points for kills. And I think this format was when I think that this was week three, I believe, when it was like solos only. And Epic would give you like an overlay that's like, like essentially like a scoreboard, kind of like golfing, where each match you'll tally up in like a number of points, et cetera. And you put that on the scoreboard and like the person with like the highest number of points on that scoreboard at the end wins. And I felt like that format was really good in terms, terms of like entertainment, because at the same time, you'll see these pro players, they go for kills now and not just for the win. Like right. for the win, you get like... I, I think for that format, you get like five points, but for every kill, you get a point. So you're like, you'll just see people just go in, just frag out. And it was, it was amazing to watch. What was your, what and was your, your least favorite? I think my least favorite would have to be, um, I think it was called King's King's pin. Yeah. Think. Yeah. That where, was they, like, where they give the multiplier. Yeah. That was cause that was mostly all about kills because let's say that you are a player that like likes to go for placements and you don't really get a lot of kills, but you win the game. But you only have like two kills, and then you have a multiplier, and then but three times, the same, yeah, three times. Yeah, multiple. at the same time, you don't really go for kills though. So now you have to go for kills. You don't really know that play style too well on how to go aggressive, and then you just like die. You lose a multiplier. Yeah. So basically, you won for nothing. You know, essentially. <laughs> yeah. So and then for people who go to tilt the towers the very first game, they just frag out. They get like ten kills. They have more points than you now. Yeah. You know, but you won the game. So it's like, it was kind of weird. Um, I feel like essentially the perfect format would be like, you know, um, getting points for winning, getting points for kills. I think that was very fair per se. Kind of like this weekend. Um, I mean, this weekend was kind of like that. Yeah, exactly. And because like in a sense, like everyone kind of had points at the end. Like you right. didn't really see a team that like had nothing because in some of these formats, you saw a lot of teams that had like zero points. And it just, it just like, looks bad you know like it just makes people like demoralized like hey i played like eight matches but i have zero points at the end like what did i do wrong you yeah. know like there has to be a format where like you can at least see that you have points because that does bring up positivity too because yeah. like because like if you're like man i'm playing bad but you have like you see that you have 10 points but you're still like you know pretty down there and you're just like hey we have 10 points though like we have a chance to do this you know no i like, agree if you see, yeah if you see you have zero points like wow I have a big donut, you know, <laughs> what do I do? No, I, I think it definitely plays, like you said, like with the mentality too, right. Of a player, like, mm -hmm. dude, I, I got a bunch of kills, but it means nothing. Right. Or I made some great plays, but it means nothing. Like, what do you think about how, about paying out all teams? Like it's been the past couple of weeks, like at least 
at least you get like I think yesterday, if you got 49th place over the weekend, you made like 400 bucks. Like that's yeah, that's yeah. not nothing. I mean, that that's little money compared to whatever it is. But at least you made something for your time. Exactly. Yeah, they better better than nothing, you know. And like it's it's great because um for these players that get invited, you know, like I said, people think of it as a cloud tournament. But these players that get invited, they're not all pro players. You know, they're streamers. They're full time streamers. They stream for a living. Yeah. They don't necessarily are going to pop off and get a bunch of money. So, you know, in terms, it is favored to pro players, easy cash out for the pro players, you know? Yeah. But at the same time, though, for those for the streamers that don't play this game like 24-7 every day, um, at least they get some form of payment, you know? They, they can cash out a little right. bit. Yep. And, you know, there there is really good streamers as well. I'm not going to lie. There's a lot of good streamers that are not pro players. Yeah. Like, you know, you see, like, you see, like, Symphony, like, he's a really good streamer, but he's also considered a pro player, too. But he's considered as a streamer. But he's really good at the game. Like yeah. You see his team cash out. They got a lot of money. He did a really good job. Yeah. You know, I definitely props for him. But, yeah, that's, that's just, like, a prime example. Like, these players aren't, like, they don't, these streamers, they don't play this game a lot. So, for them, for, a, a, like, potential to cash out, get some money, it's great for everybody. Yeah. I've, I've, do, what do you think about, like, if they end up doing tournaments where, they still have like the community tournaments, the Twitch rival tournaments. And then they also have, you know, these like pro scene tournaments. Because I, if you ever look at any pro game, right, you'll see like um, even take, take League. <laughs> I hate to always yeah. bring it up, but Take League, like <laughs> you got the academy that like games are played one way. And then you got the pro league that's played differently, right? And you mm -hmm. even see the transformation of players that move from side to side and do different things. Like if they kind of treated this, if Fortnite treated it as like a community tournament, right? Or Twitch Rivals type of tournament, then they also had a pro tournament. Do you like that idea or do you like everybody being together? Yeah. Um, in my opinion, I think it's a great idea. You know, have tournaments that's dedicated to pros, orgs, et cetera, because it's just more fair, you know? Like right. you don't want to be like that one streamer that goes in, you don't really play Fortnite, you're more like a PUBG kind of guy, and you're just like I guess I'm here for the cloud or something. Like, you know, <laughs> okay, let's just play some games. But like, you know, definitely have a tournament that's like mostly like, you know, just all pro players and have like these community tournaments because like having a community tournament and a pro player tournament that just diversifies like the clout and just just like the presence of like Twitch streamers compared to like pro players that that's also like Twitch streamers as well. Right. And just creates an environment to where like, hey, you know, we're pro players. We have this pro player mentality. We have like just like this tournament setting just for us and this is great because this helps improve us as a player as as a competitive player then you have like the full-time streamers and like they have like community tournaments you know obviously they can also have like you know maybe they invite plus ones maybe they have a tournament where um epic games invites a bunch of twitch streamers and epic games like assigns their partner you right. know they don't like they the pro-am like, hey. like the pro-am a little it, bit exactly it's not like hey you get a pick a plus one, pick whatever you want. Because most likely they're going to pick pros, right? Yeah. So Epic Games can be like, hey, you're going to be the captain and you're going to be with this guy. Good luck. You have a week to practice. See you at the tournament, <laughs> you know? Like yeah. that would be a cool community tournament. Yeah. Like, a tournament. Because like you'll be practicing with someone you have no idea you never met before. That's a chance to network as well. Have some friends, you know, blossom some friendships. Like, hey, I don't know you. You don't know me. But we have a commonality of, you know, we like to stream. We play Fortnite. It's yep. cool. Let's practice. Let's try out this tournament if you guys do good even better you know yeah. like that's a great like community tournament idea and then for pro players 
you know, their like hardcore, like competitive tournament will be here and they have like specific formats yeah. that the pros will follow. Yeah, that'd so be, that'd be- I, I think that'd be really cool. I think that'd be really cool. Speak of things that you might not know, guys. Go ahead and take a break here for our sponsor this week, Sneak In-Game Energy. I want to give a big shout out to the support for today's episode. It comes from Sneak In-Game Energy. I don't know if you guys have ever experienced that in-game crash that you get from drinking all those sugary energy drinks, trying to stay up all night, playing the games with the boys, grinding out that Fortnite battle pass, but it sucks. And when it happens, it sucks. And Sneak has actually a better and healthier alternative. Uh, Sneak Energy is a completely sugar-free formula that gives you all your intense boost without that crash. It's a powdered formula. It's packed with those vitamins, minerals, amino acids, you know, all that good stuff for your body and enhances your focus and reaction times. Just add water, mix it up, start drinking it, enjoy it. Sneak is also way cheaper than those regular canned energy drinks at just 87 cents per serving. You can get obviously your boost for much less. Plus they got some pretty serious flavors with cherry bomb, blue raspberry and their mystery stealth edition. For all the Fortnite podcast listeners, they have a special code for you guys. You can head over to wearesneak.com, use the code FORTNITE for 10% off all your orders over 30 bucks. Again, guys, that is wearesneak.com, W-E-A-R-E-S-N-E-A-K.com, just like it sounds. Use the code FORTNITE at checkout for 10% off your orders over 30 bucks. Whatever it is, guys, whatever games you're playing, grinding out Fortnite for another night, get ready for that next big title release. Go ahead and fuel it with Sneak. Shout out to Sneak. Thanks so much for sponsorship this week. Uh, so let's jump in here real quick to, obviously, you guys are going to PAX. PAX yep. is going to be yeah. stoked. I'm going to be there. I'm going to have to buy you a drink because you came on the podcast. So I owe <laughs> oh, you yeah, a drink. Sure, dude. Uh, I, I, definitely, I would definitely be seeing you at PAX. <laughs> I'm excited. We're going out there to, uh, to cover the event. So it's going to be a lot of fun. Nice. Um, nice. But uh, in case everybody didn't know, do you know the, do you, do you know the format at PAX? Mm-hmm. Yeah. you want to give everybody kind of the outline of of what it is um, yeah so the format is uh definitely point based so like certain eliminations you get i believe is like three to five you get like five two points yep and um i think the max you can get is two right for for the eliminations so. like you yep. can't get anymore so if you have like 10 kills it doesn't even matter but i think every win you get around three i don't have the format yeah, up. Th- you have three points yeah you got it and then second and third place they get like I think second gets like two points. I think third yep. place gets one. So how it, I think, how it's reading out right now? I just pulled it up. I had to pull it up myself. Oh, so okay. <laughs> uh, it's actually two points for second and third, and then fourth through mm-hmm. tenth place gets one point, and then uh, okay. eliminations three to four you get one point, five to six you get two points, and seven plus eliminations you get three. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. So definitely point based. Um, definitely, you know, incentive for kills still. Um, if you can get like seven points, uh, right, <laughs> which is you know pretty high kill count for definitely for solos. Like you have to go pretty aggressive. Um, but yeah, I think the format is pretty fair for solos. Um, definitely uh can help you with the placements too if you are like a passive player and you want to try and go for that win. At least you'll get like a definite three pointer. Yeah. Um. If, but if, if you are a placement player, maybe for sure all the time you'll be top 10. So you'll at least get a point. Bro, check out for these sure. payouts. We talk about money. First place, yep. $225,000. Uh, this is solos too. Two, this is just one guy. $225,000. You're talking about a, a quarter of a mil, bro. <laughs> like this is almost, this is insane, right? Just, uh, yeah. uh, uh, second place, $180,000. Third place, one hundred thirty-five. You can go all the all look at this. Look at this. 21st 
through a hundredth gets five grand. Easy 5K if you make it in, into this. Never mind, you might be buying me a beer. <laughs> I'll buy you a couple of beers, bro. If I, if I qualify and make it, I got, bro, you, I got you. I'm going gonna, gonna to be cheering you. I'll be cheering you on for sure. Uh, so everybody knows they're, how they're doing this is anybody that goes to PAX can actually get in. Um, mm-hmm. from, from what Open I, and, and, yeah. and it's, uh, like three, it's going to be three different stages of a hundred people. They're going to take each day, each day, there's three stages. Um, so it's 300 people are going to try the top 32 from each game will move on to the fi- the finale each night or, or the final each night. And that final, uh, will narrow it down, uh, for 32 people as well. So Friday, Saturday, Sunday, there's going to be, th- you know, 300 people. So a total of 900 going to be narrowed down each night, right? 300, narrowed down to 32, then next day, same thing. So 900 people total, narrow, narrowed down to 100 people. Well, I guess actually, what, 90, 98 people? However, 99, however, whatever it pulls out to. Uh, 32 a, a match. But then the finale will happen on Monday, and then that's where you get your placement, your final placement for the prize winnings. So, yeah. so if you make it to the finale, you just get instant 5K. Like, here you go. That's crazy, Top bro. Five. Yeah. That is crazy. Well, the thing Ugh. about open qualifiers, you know, it's like anyone can do it. Age above 16, you're qualified. If you want to play, line up. So we're, you know, we're all gamers. We don't wake up early. Right. We're going to be there really early. <laughs> we're going to be chilling there for a long time. KP is definitely going to be waking you up. No question. Yes, definitely. <laughs> so, like, open registration, I think, starts at 8, correct? So yeah, I think so. It's like, guess you got to be there, like, three or four hours earlier and just get in line. Bro, you're going to have to be waking up at, like, 5 a.m., bro. Maybe we're not even going to sleep. I don't know. Because, like, it, it's, like if you register and you, and you um, I don't even know when the matches will start. So, like, after you register, is it going to be like, okay, I, the matches start in two hours? I want to say, I don't, let, me, let me see if they, if they wrote it on here. I thought it, I thought I heard somewhere it was like 11 a.m. But how it's going to work so everybody knows is like there's so there. So let me see. I believe how it happens is there's only one game and then the night games is two nightly qualifiers. Yeah. So each heat will be will have a mini series of two matches. OK, two matches to determine the placement. Right. So then the top 32 mm-hmm. at the end of each heat will move on to, to stage two nightly qualifiers for the same date. So uh, each day. Basically, if you if you get up, if you wake up at seven o'clock on Friday and you're going to go to this thing, you're probably not going to make it. Number one, number (laughs) number two, if you get there, you're going to discover that the next day you probably need to be up at like four a.m. Okay, waiting in line. But but that's probably what's going to happen. But yeah, so so two games determine your heat. Top thirty two move on to another two game, and then the final the finale is six games. So you'll have six Six games. games, Yeah. It's it's pretty cutthroat, bro. You better be on your game. You better be it practicing is. up. I mean, it if you're going to this thing for practice, sure. Dude. Oh man, just open qualifiers, waking up early. It's gonna be the first like land too. Yeah. So everyone's gonna have the jitters, you know, like mute, like a lot of people. I got the jitters like, for you already, bro. I'm- yeah. So for a lot of people, this will be their first land. So they're just gonna be freaking out. Is it gonna be hot? Is it gonna be cold over there? Ooh. Like, is how's the keyboard? How's the mouse? Like, we have you know like all the pro players in the orgs. They are they got the, like the Logitech G Pro keyboard. They got the mouse and they're practicing with it yep. just for the tournament, you know. Yep. Like we're just practicing it just for the tournament. Like we don't, we're not like we don't use these stuff. Yeah. We're just doing it for the tournament. So people are tr- trying to get prepared. They're practicing. They're getting their game on for sure. So you you may bring your own controller if you play on controller. You may bring your own. 
um, it's supported. It's it has to be a, an officially supported Xbox One or PS4 controller. So I'm guessing they're not going to let people use scuff controllers. I guess not. Yeah, and that's big though. That's, that's huge. really big. Yeah, people who use scuff, they're really really good too, and like the controller helps a lot. Oops. And using <laughs> I can't play. <laughs> <laughs> so using like that those controllers and then switching to a default. Yeah. It's a thing. Yeah. You won't have those pads or anything. It's gonna be hard, man. They do That's have they, they do have the Astro Eight Forty headset. So for all you Astro Eight Astro fans like myself, it's there. Uh That'd and, be good, yeah. and then they're gonna be playing on Alienware AW twenty five eighteens. So, uh, okay. That's a pretty, pretty nice monitor. Pretty solid. Yeah. 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 Peripherals like in monitors, they're not bad. It's just like, we gotta get used to it. Like my, my teammates, they don't like the mouse. They hate it, you know, but I've been using it for, for like a good half a year. So I'm like chilling. Yeah. There you go. (laughs) Uh, Yeah. So, uh, in addition to the big news about packs, we also had the big news. That was the version 5.3 update this past week. And, uh, this was pretty big, obviously some, some, changes it sounds like you know the comp scene and a lot of pros and even you know a lot of semi-pros whatever you call hardcore uh in the community have been complaining a lot about different stuff and it looks like they they took a first step at that right at at addressing Mm -hmm. which is like the big shotgun change that they got going out uh so we had the rift to go that was added we had uh we had the pump shotgun equipped time that was reduced we had the clinger change uh we had remote explosive change which kind of was a big question mark above everybody's head like wait a second we're buffing it again a little bit uh yeah so let, let's <laughs> let, let, let's break these down a little bit first off mm-hmm. uh let's talk about the rift to go what is yeah. your opinion of the rift to go do you like it do you like how it gives you know uh the ability to traverse the map a little bit more mm-hmm. i say that fortnite in a battle royale sense they're supplying us so many mobility items right you got the impulse grenade now you got the rift to go you got atk's golf carts you got even just the default rifts you got launch pads you got so many you got bouncers there's so many things you can do just like get more mobility out of the game which is what i like you know it brings a more fast-paced environment it makes the build of battles more intense so like the rift to go i like it it's it's definitely like Hey, we're in a sticky situation. Boom, instant high ground. You know, it's it's insane. Plus, it like like the rift stays there, so people can go in it and chase you. Like I had games where I use it to escape, and they're flying right behind me. I'm just like, okay, well, where am I gonna go now? Right. <laughs> kind of thing. So I like it. It brings a lot of gameplay changes um, to the game in a sense of like um, during build fights or just just traversing around the map. Right, it's amazing. Yeah, I I think I think you touched on something which is like how different this battle how how they also made fortnite different in the in the ability not just in in building right which is the huge difference between any other br but also in the fact of like they speed up the fights by adding these type of items and that exactly, really yeah. for a viewer right that is like the main key because you know people can say what they want PUBG plays a little bit slower obviously and people the viewing ship of it and people watching it maybe not be as engaging Right. And so in this sense, like adding these, I think it ups the engagement, right? And viewing. It really does. Yeah. 
like as like a spectator standpoint, as a viewer standpoint, it's entertaining to watch. Like these players that like boom, they use a rift. They're going up. They have high ground. Oh, this guy used a launch pad. He dropped all the way below. He's knocking the building down now. Yeah. You know, they like switch sides essentially, and it's like amazing to watch. You yeah. know, Fortnite is like a great game to watch. Yeah. You know, if we if we have to compare like Fortnite to like PUBG, PUBG has like limited mobility. They have cars. You know. Right. But if you get in a fight, it's very static. It's just like you see a player, you, you begin to shoot. Hopefully, your aim hits them. Right. You know, for Fortnite, you got building mechanics, you got walls, you got bouncers, you got so many things to defend yourself as well as going at them. And it's just so fun to watch. It eliminates some of the RNG as far as like being able to build, right? And you exactly. at, you at least yeah. have a you at least have a defense mechanism that you don't have in some other BRs. Um, yeah, it's just like an old crap button, you know. Boom, yep. rifts, you know. And like you said, we're, you got you got ten seconds to jump in that thing if you see somebody pop it. So you know, use mm-hmm. it, chase them, chase after them, just like everybody does for crispy. Uh, <laughs> yeah. The pump shotgun equip time being reduced. How has this been affected? As far as have you seen uh, a change in it? Obviously, changing from point nine six seconds to point eight eight, which is very small, but it makes a difference in some of these fights. How do you feel about it? Yeah, so like just looking at it by just the numeric value, that's not a lot, you know. It doesn't even seem a lot. It's right. just like okay, did did it by just that limited amount. But I mean, even like that in fights, you do notice that it goes a little bit faster. And this has been a huge debate. You know, like people are like, "Hey, you brought SMGs, you brought two new SMGs, you brought the P ninety two, you just like you brought a drum gun, you brought the normal <laughs> SMG." Everything is SMG. They have high rate DPS. Like the blue SMG has like 300 DPS. It's insane. So that's why, you know, they have memes about like the spray meta. And you're just like, what do I do? How do I outbuild this? Right. Two, two people have drum guns. They're shooting me. How do I, like, how do I escape this? You can't. Right. So people are complaining about it. And they're just like, well, if we have a spray meta going on, let's just remove the pullout delay of the pump shotgun. Because yep. it makes sense, right? Because like if you don't have any pullout delay, you get, like you can go super aggressive with a pump shotgun, whip it out, boom! Like you have like no delay, it'll right. be as fast as like whipping out the sniper, and you'll have chances to make more plays rather than sit there just like build a wall and stare, just block every bullet. Oh, is he done? And then you like go back up because right. he's reloading his three drum guns, you know. <laughs> so, <laughs> so yeah, it, in a sense, like numerical value, it's not that lo- it's not that big of a change, but it's you know at least it's something like at least epic is listening yep. and they see that you know at least epic is listening to the community and they're like hey you know this is a pretty big thing not for just pro players but just for people in general like let's just tone it down like little by little see how it works out and we'll hopefully they have a better solution in the future like you, like you, you said know? not a drastic change but a step in the right direction right and so exactly we'll, we'll see I, I think we're going to continue to see some of these changes if i had to guess um because mm-hmm. everybody really liked this patch for multiple things and one of them that was one of the major points uh you had the double barrel shotgun which they reduced the spread of it by 15 percent while crouched i don't know i mean is that making a big difference or nah? not really a big difference i mean like don't get me wrong, the, the, the double barrel shotgun is like really strong. Let's say you're in a fight and you're in close proximity and the guy whips out a pump. Yeah. Boom, he hits you, right? But you're not dead yet. But he has that delay still because it's a pump yep. shotgun. Yep. Whip out double barrel, you have two shots. So he's like for sure going to die if you aim your shots, right? Right. So it's really, really powerful. Um, it, definitely in close quarters. Um, I don't necessarily, for me, I don't necessarily use it 
And at the same time, when I do use it, I don't really crouch. So it doesn't really help me with the spread reduction. But I guess in a sense, it helps some people. Well, so It's interesting that you say, like you talk, we talk about this because I feel like in, in some things were said over the summer scrimmage this week is like the meta mm-hmm. changed a little bit with this update. And I don't know, yeah. I don't know if also like it's finally catching up to that this gun's there, but like we saw a lot of double barrel shotgun being run and a lot more snipers. Like I, I read mm-hmm. a statistic and I think it was like week one. There was only 14 sniper kills in week one, 14. That's it out of the whole wow. summer skirmish. And this one, like I couldn't even count them all. <laughs> like it was, it, it was insane. So like, is this changing the meta? I mean, is the meta a little changed by, you know, or, or is double barrel just catching up and people are starting to see the use of it? Like, how is that affecting? Um, probably for the snipers, it's just Cloxy shooting the whole time. <laughs> but, no, no, anyways, but yeah, so for double barrel shotgun, I would say that like, it definitely helps like change the meta in terms of like game style. So right. like for, you know, it's all personal preference on your weapon loadout. And for some people, they go ham and they're really good with the double barrel shotgun. If, you know, you're in close quarters, a guy's in a one by one. You break down the wall, you put your own edit, boom, boom. You have two fast shots of an insane amount of damage. And if they're in a one-by-one, like they don't really have much chance to escape and dodge those shots. So all those pellets will hit them twice. So it's really good. And I I would say, honestly, for the PAX West, you'll definitely see people use a double-barrel shotgun because they'll get in 1v1 engagements, right? And you don't really need five shots of a pump shotgun because you're not really going to use all five shots right right so you might just if you have a double barrel you might just whip out a double barrel and just use those two shots just get that kill instantly because it's only a 1v1 situation once you're done with the fight it's over unless you get third party of course so you just reload and go on to another 1v1 so i would say people will probably use it a lot so people who are like really good with a double barrel shotgun they'll use it a lot and in terms like sniping Probably this tournament will see a lot of sniping too, because it is solos. And right, if you do get true. a kill, they they just insta die. Right. They're out of the game, you know. So you'll probably see a lot of third party via sniper. That's gonna for be- me personally. I like scope ARs a lot. Oh, me too. So we sh- we a, share that. that. I knew I knew we were gonna be good friends. Yeah, I'm gonna use that in the tournament. No one, no one tell, no one knows, right? Yeah, no one knows. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> we also have the the change to clingers, which like we've seen this progression over the past couple of weeks of people like using clingers nonstop. Uh, obviously, mm-hmm. from a viewership, I'm sure you guys have been doing this in the pro scrims a lot, a lot too. Um, if they weren't banned, I don't know if they were banned in pro scrims or not. But no, no, nothing's nothing's banned anyway. So, so. Uh, clingers obviously they will now only explode when the fuse is expired. Clingers will no longer explode if an object they are attached to is destroyed. So before people throw it on the wall, shoot the wall, clinger falls, Girl. blow up everybody. Right. So they yeah. they be, they uh, they will be affected by gravity and fall until they stick to another object and then their fuse will expire. So what or or their fuse will expire. Well, how does this change your gameplay? Because I know as pros were using clingers a ton. Yeah, I would say that I wouldn't really use the word abused, but they did use it a lot <laughs> in the sense that, oh, they're in a one-by-one or they're just in a build, throw the clinger, shoot it, boom, everything explodes around them. They get hit by it instantly because they just happen to be right next to it. And, it. and it's just like, it creates so much like... I feel like a lot of people complain about it as well. It, it was really, really strong too. Cause you have three clingers and you just like, you have a build battle. You just throw the clinger, shoot it. Boom. They take a hundred damage. You have two right. more clingers in case they ever do that again. The guy drops down, tries to drink some minis, throws another clinger. Boom. Goes through all, all his build and he dies. And it's like, 
in a sense, it's not, it wasn't really fair for the player because he's in a one by one. He shouldn't be destroyed by explosives in a sense, right? So the change does help affect that gameplay in a sense that, like, if you do, if you are in a battle and you use clingers and you shoot the wall, it's just going to drop. So the right. people have, like, you know, enough survivability chance to just, like, survive and just continue the battle. It definitely eliminates the process of just throwing a clinger, shooting it, just explodes through through your wall for some reason it explodes through your wall it's weird it, it was crazy so we all did it because it was insane it, it was like it was like easy kills right and we did Damaged. it but now yeah. yeah exactly so now it's like not that good anymore a lot of people might not use it so much they might prioritize c4s now because c4s has been you know they kind of been buffed they've kind of been back so c4s are back you know they might use rpgs and rocket launchers i mean uh well, they, they titled it as a bug fix that remote explosives yeah. now damage everything in their radius mm-hmm. and came. So, like maybe it wasn't a maybe it wasn't meant to be operating how it was. This is how it was supposed to be operating. Mm-hmm. So we'll see. But obviously, it does bring it back into play a little bit more because they did get so nerfed that people weren't picking them up every time. Yeah, and, and now you know it's de- destroying everything in its radius. So, <laughs> yeah, in my opinion, I would probably use C4s other than clingers, depending on the situation. Yeah. Jeez, man, that's it's it's gonna be uh, it's gonna be interesting to see how this all plays out. Uh, next week mm-hmm. as well especially like you said you have all these people that maybe aren't pros haven't had their chance to really shine show up to this tournament and probably surprise quite i mean we've seen people come out of the woodworks already you know reverse 2k not vivid these guys were not on a team they just came in and made their stance they did good in the uh in the solos you know and uh were able to to get a place and get invited and we're gonna see a lot of that next week i think yeah because actually reverse was like was like my my old teammate so when i first and was into Fortnite and I like attempt to slide into the competitive scene my first team reverse was on it too so I I've known him for a long time we played a lot he's he's a really good player as you can see yeah. too he won a lot of money he's a great he's guy popping off. I'm proud of him yeah he's a, he's such a great guy I love him you got you got um, you got any dirt on him you got any dirt you can share <clears throat> any dirt I mean like maybe I'll slide in the DM a little bit but we'll see we gotta get we gotta find some dirt on him he's such a great guy <laughs> he's gotta be something wrong with that guy right I know right gotta be something I can't find him maybe I got something for you <laughs> well let's go ahead and jump over to our last section our tips and tricks we're gonna get a tip and trick from Mr. CLG Crispy what is a tip that you can give us about like evaluating a fight or a player as you engage them or before you engage them like what what are, what are the things you're looking at what's something that someone can pick up on and try to like work into their their play style yeah so definitely if they're a default skin just run away like, <laughs> <you can't win. laughs> it's probably tp or something yeah. but yeah so let's say that you get into a fight and you see someone let's say you're playing like solos right you get into a fight the first thing i would always look at is that um i will always do like maybe i'll have a chance where i just do test shots right i kind of engage the fight i shoot at them and they they look around they see me there's oh, okay he's fighting me let's go in right and i and then i see how he builds right if you know you see him do like double ramp double wall you're just like okay you know like this is probably going to be a pretty good battle if you see him just do like single stairs and he like falls and he does single stairs again just try to get closer to you then it's like you know it won't be so bad so i definitely love to evaluate my fights i like to see what my opponent does first before reacting to do anything that even goes for like just like duels and squads as well if i'm fighting someone and they come up to me and all of a sudden they're super nutty 
and they're like a default skin or something. <laughs> and I'm just like, I'm like, oh man, all right, this is going to be a pretty good fight. Let me put my A game on, right? And if it's just going to be like, you know, at, like a bot or something, then you just say, okay, let's just end this fight. Let's move on. Let's get some more uh, points here and there. Um, so I definitely want to evaluate, evaluate my fight a lot. Definitely for third party too. I mean, like, um, you know, third party is kind of like a meme. Like, you know, like you have like you have people who third party just oh, ruin yeah. a fight for anybody. Especially for solos, you get sniped in the back and you're just like There's gonna be a lot of third party okay. going on at PAX. A Ooh, lot of third party. So it's gonna be so yeah, salty. A lot, of, a lot of people are gonna third party get into one by That'd one. That'd be my strategy. I'm not gonna lie. That'd be my strategy. I'd be just <laughs> waiting, waiting for the fight to break out. Yeah, just one by one pyramid strat, hiding the pyramid and then I'll just shoot <laughs> yeah. people. People do that. So it's definitely gonna happen. Yeah. But yeah, so as like a strategic player, I definitely look at my fights very closely um, before I actually commit to doing like a big play or something. So yeah. depending on how they build, how they shoot, if they're like like if they're like marksmen, they shoot like every shot, and I'm just like, woo! All right, I'm gonna have to build a little bit more defensive. <laughs> you know, if they have like grenade launchers, well, I'm gonna fall back a little bit. But even for grenade launchers, I would say my tip would be like if they have grenade launchers shooting at you. Go forward. Don't go backwards. Because the more you go back, the more the grenades will, will slowly come to you. Because they're trying to have that trajectory to like shoot at you. That's a good point. And they yeah. will, yeah, and they would assume that you're running backwards. So just go straight at them because you're just gonna have the grenades fly right over your head. And then they only have six shots and they have to have a long reload time. Yeah. And during that time, you'll be pretty close to their their, their face and start building, obtain high ground, etc. And just like go for the kill. Um but any other tips for like evaluating a fight? Um, for me, um, test shots, see how they build, see how they play. And then um, depending on my weapon loadout and his weapon loadout, if he has like a rocket launcher, I definitely want to be a little bit more on the defensive side and not build so high because rocket launchers, they have splash damage now, so they can knock down your whole building. So you don't want to be so high, but you want to be at a certain point where you know you have a couple walls or swords around you so that you can build floors when you fall or just not be so high to where when you fall you don't take unnecessary damage but not too much damage because that might detriment the fight for you right so definitely um just all like analytical stuff Man. it's like drop dropping them here dropping dropping yeah, the trips yeah. <laughs> guys we are he he's he's just laying them out here for you guys so make sure uh you use some of those tips and tricks from crispy make sure you check out his stream as well guys as always thank you so much for listening we hope you guys enjoyed the show shoot us a review on itunes leave us comments on podbean you can always send your complaints and emails to fortnitepodcast at gmail.com tell us what you like what you dislike about the show crispy why don't you tell everybody where they can find you throughout the week and uh, what times you stream and where they can follow you on social media and all the good stuff yeah of course so for my twitter it'll be at crispy fn um, and for Twitch, it will just be flat out just Twitch TV slash crispy. Um, you can find me there. I stream. I'm trying to stream every day once I get my setups around uh, 7 or 8 p.m. PST. I might stream for my facility. Uh, definitely um, hit up my Discord for more announcements. That's like the easiest way to, way to reach me. Um, my Discord is it's just the same, just, just crispy. Um, <clears throat> And also YouTube, Crispy FN as well. Instagram, Crispy FN. The Facebook, Crispy FN. So. Guys, go follow this, man. Thank you so much, man, for hanging out with me today. Appreciate I it. I really appreciate it. This has been a fantastic talk. It's been so good talking to you. And uh, we're going to have to grab grab a drink. Beer on me. I don't care if you win. If you win, then we'll, we'll go out and celebrate <laughs> that too. Right, FX. Definitely. Guys, follow, yeah, thank you for having me. Absolutely, man. Absolutely. Guys, follow us on Twitter at Fortnite Podcast. 
myself, Too Loud TX, T W O L O E D T X, Monster. Follow him, even though he's not here. Go tell him how much you liked him at Summer Skirmish this week. And uh, make sure, make sure I will come haunt you all if you do not follow Crispy right now <laughs> on your phone. Stop what you're doing at Crispy, C H R I S P Y F N. Follow him now. Guys, and as always, and until next time, dance out those kills and boast in those victory royales.